This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. More on LNG boycott by the Biden administration. And also, folks, I notice in the open market, oil prices are starting to rise again. Brent Brent crude up $83 a barrel and uh, West Texas 78 So that's pretty interesting. We're going to bring in uh, the great Dan Briette, who's a former energy secretary, now president and CEO of the Edison Electric Institute. Dan, welcome back. I just, you know what I did? Had just I happened to have just hit the button on the commodity page, and Brent is up to 83, 83.66. That's up, I don't know, four or five bucks in the, I don't know, last 24, 48 hours. West Texas now up to 78. Uh, what do you think's going on there? I don't know, Larry. I guess, you you know, we're seeing some increased demand for, for those types of products in the marketplace. I'm not quite sure I uh, understand what's driven or what's driving this last increase, but I'll take a quick look. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm so good. You know, I just wonder... Uh, Everybody's bombing everybody else in the Middle East, and it seems to have had no impact on energy prices, at least up to now. I mean, Iran's bombing Pakistan, Pakistan's bombing Iran, Iran's bombing Iraq, U.S. is bombing the Houthis, and of course the horrible uh, Israel-Hamas uh, war and so forth. It's just amazing to me. I mean, that's the Middle East, that's OPEC, that's Saudi Arabia, but there hadn't been any impact on these prices just fascinating I, i'm not well, sure I, I think well larry I, I think part of that is because the united states is such a large producer today and we, we weren't back in the in the 70s as you recall and uh, you know we, maybe maybe now we're at a point where we're actually seeing the strength of the u.s oil and gas industry uh produce positive results in the marketplace and help stabilize things around the world i mean it's, it's an interesting point dan i want to get to the lng thing in a minute but um we're producing, last I saw, 13.2 million barrels a day. Uh, mm -hmm. At the peak pre-pandemic, it was 13.1. But unfortunately, I mean, okay, so it's we're at a record high, but three years, four years later, shouldn't we be at 14 or 15 million barrels a day? We could be. I think there's some hurdles to doing that. Um, obviously, permitting is something that's very important here in the United States, as it, you know, as we talked about in the past. We've got to reform our permitting process to allow even more production. Importantly, Larry, not only just production, um, getting the product to market. We need more pipeline capacity here in the United States to actually get the product where it needs to be in the marketplace. We need to do those things quickly. Uh, you know, the other important element, I think, here, too, is, you know, you talked about pricing with the actual crude oil. But, you know, we're also looking at pricing and things like retail gasoline, you know, for mm. retail gasoline and diesel. And while our production number is back up to pre-pandemic levels, we're still seeing, on average, you know, roughly $3 a gallon for gasoline, 
across the country. And you got to ask yourself the question, you know, yes, it's good that we increased production, but have we made that production more expensive? And that's why consumers are not benefiting at the pump. It's an important question I think we need to ask ourselves. Well, we were down around $2 a gallon, weren't we? That's correct. You know, it was roughly $2, maybe a little, you know, $2 and a couple cents. But you got to ask, you you know, at roughly the same production level, 13.1, I think is what you mentioned earlier, now we're at 13.2, give or take. Uh, but we're paying a dollar more at the retail pump. Hmm. The question is why. You know, have, have environmental regulations, have other costs, you know, uh, been put into the system that's not um, not you know, uh, allowing that retail gas pump price to come down? Are we doing what we should be doing to develop electricity and electricity sources? I mean, you're with the Edison Electric uh, Institute now. Uh, how do you read that story? Because I think, I mean, I think the administration, Biden administration, has basically been completely unhelpful, uh, virtually across the board, uh, for electricity sources. Well, I, I think I, no. The short answer is no. I mean, the amount the amount of demand that's coming on uh, to the power companies across the United States is just amazing. You know, as we think about uh, the use of AI. Uh, Chat GPT, the search engines that are now using AI, uh, all of those are incredibly intensive uh, for electricity use. And, you know, as we think about the other things that we're doing, I can tell you, you know, having run one of the, the nation's largest uh, LNG companies down in Houston, Texas, we were thinking about electrifying some of our industrial processes. Those are incredible loads on the utilities across the country. And if we're not allowed to develop infrastructure, if we're not allowed to develop generation sources, if we're not allowed to use things like natural gas to produce electrons any longer, it's going to be difficult for these companies to meet that demand. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority com. Yeah, so now the latest kick, I mean, we were talking to Senator Kevin Kramer, who knows a fair amount about it, come from North Dakota, but I'll get your take. So the Bidens are halting uh, new permits for LNG facilities. This just seems like a major blunder to me. Uh, you know, Larry, I, I can't say that I fully appreciate the decision they've just made. Um <laughs> I've watched some of the uh, some of the commentary. I've tried to understand some of the rationale. Part of it is they claim that exports are raising prices for consumers here in the United States because that gas is no longer available in the domestic market. I don't think that's true. Uh, they suggest that they want to pause because of 
you know, some environmental review they'd like to uh, conduct. Uh, I think that is somewhat uh, specious as well. I mean, LNG, as you well know, to the extent that it, it displaces heavier hydrocarbons, has an enormously positive environmental impact. I mean, here in the United States, we've reduced power emissions by roughly 60% over a 15-year period hmm. simply by switching to natural gas. That can be replicated all around the world. Hmm. And, um, you know, I, 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 like I say, I, I, I'm having a difficult time understanding the rationale unless you just don't want to see natural gas being used anywhere in the world. You know, your predecessor at Energy, Rick Perry, used mm-hmm. to always say to me, uh, great come American. on, he is a great American, he's a phenomenal American. You know, he, Rick would always say, uh, you want to cut global emissions, LNG exports are the key. And he would say, you know, if we're exporting LNG to China or India uh, or Vietnam, that is a lot less carbon than the coal burning that they're now engaged with. These are big coal producing countries we could turn them into LNG consuming countries and that would slash world emissions enormously. Mm -hmm. And yet here are the Bidens going in the opposite direction. I don't get this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, neither do I. I'll give you another stat. If you just eliminated or you just switched the top 5% of the dirtiest coal plants in the world today, most of them are going to be in places like China. If you just address those 5% and you switch those to natural gas, you would reduce global emissions from the energy sector, from the power sector, by 30%. Hmm. That's the same amount of emissions as all of India. Hmm. <laughs> if, wow. you, if, you really, if you really want to have an impact, uh, you want to allow the switching to occur. And obviously, the economic benefits of the U.S. industry would want them, you know, potentially to buy U.S. LNG. Um, and our, that's, and why, that's why this is so important. And uh, Kramer, Kevin Kramer was saying that our LNG is a lot cleaner, let's say, than Russian LNG. No one does it better, Larry. No industry in the world does this better. We do it cleaner. We do it more efficiently. Uh, We we produce the greenest molecules Hmm. uh, in the world for natural gas. So, you know, our entire industry uh, is sensitive to the environment. Our entire industry is sensitive to climate. Our entire industry wants to do the right thing, not only by America, but the world. And, um, you know, I, I think we ought to unleash it. Uh, our good friend uh, Toby Rice in, uh, in Pennsylvania, uh, mm. CEO of EQT, says this better than anyone. It is, um, you know, LNG or, you know, natural gas generally is the largest green initiative on the planet today. Mm. Unleash it's, it. It's a clean burning fuel. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the European Union has labeled it, it relabeled it as a clean burning fuel. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, true. I mean, it, it is. Uh, it is. I mean, you know, is it? Uh, it's not nuclear power. It's not zero carbon. But you know what? When it's out there in the marketplace, and we said earlier, is it, if it displaces coal, for instance, um, it has an enormously positive impact. But I mean, it's important too that you know we we set these goals for ourselves as an industry, as a company. It's important for people to understand that even if the United States were net zero today, you know, net Hmm. zero uh, today, the world would still miss its climate goal. (laughs) Wow. So we need to understand that. Dan Briette, 
now president and CEO of the Edison Electric Institute, formerly U.S. Secretary of Energy. Good to hear your voice, Dan. Appreciate it very, very much. Folks, I'm Cudlow. We'll take a break. Stock market work on the other side. Please stay with us. <laughs> 